This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. I'm telling you, I had to like... If you want people not to fuck with you, you have to be as the known as the line stepper. If you fuck with me, I'll step up the line. Kenny feels like the kid who's going to climb up a watchtower. I can prove that's not true, because if you could pick your race and gender and you were a white male, you'd be re-upping on that shit every year. <laughs> so... It got me one day, and I was so fucking mad, dude. I was so mad. So, so the next day I came in, and I hit him in the face with one of the urinal cakes. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. All right, so for my 40th birthday, my wife got me an amazing vacation to Puerto Rico. And going to Puerto Rico presented so many opportunities, so many different things that we were gonna see, so many different things that we were gonna do, but it created a once in a lifetime opportunity for me to have a first. Something that I had never done in my entire life, something that I had talked about for years, but I had never actually done. And I'm talking about flying. I've ridden in tons of cars, I've ridden in ATVs, I've ridden in boats, I've done all sorts of travel, I've gone to all sorts of places, but I had never in my entire life flown on an airplane. Now, I asked all my friends about it, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna have to fly, you know, and I'm trying to be all cool and all coy about it because in the back of my head, I'm like, holy shit, I'm legitimately gonna leave the ground, go 30,000 feet above the ground, fly over water, and God knows they have exit door procedures and all that bullshit, but if a plane starts going down, you're fucked. There's not a whole lot that you're gonna be able to do. You're just fucked, and I had to think to myself, am I okay with this? So I'm trying to be all sly and ask my friends. I'm like, so, you know, what's it like to fly and stuff like that? And everybody at work is looking at me like I've got a second head because I've never flown before. They're like, you've never gotten on an airplane? Like, what the fuck have you been doing your entire life? And I'm like, yeah, I've never done it before, but, you know, what's it like? You know, what, what what's going on? They're like, dude, it's basically riding in a big-ass car. And they walk around and give you a drink and give you, you know, peanuts and shit. There's not a whole lot to it. It's really just, you know, flying. Now, everybody had given me the same thing. Kenny told me the same thing. It's like riding in a bus. It's really cool because you know you can hang out and just do your own thing. The seats are comfortable, everything's gonna be fine. But when I would talk to my wife about it, she looked at me when she said, you know this means we're gonna have to fly, right? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, no, no, this'll be your first flight. I just, I just want you to be okay with that because we're actually gonna have to fly. And talking to her, Every time I had ever talked to her about flying before this, I knew that this is what I was going to get from her because my wife is deathly afraid of flying, or at least she used to be. She would tell me all the time about how she would grab the seats and grind her fingers into them when the plane would take off. Every time it would hit turbulence, she would freak out. And in her mind, she'd be losing her shit because she couldn't go knock down the cockpit door and fly the airplane because she's got that much of a control thing. She doesn't like someone else being in control. That's the reason I never get to drive the fucking car. But anyway, talking to Nikki about it, she's like, you know, you're just going to have to be okay with the fact that we're flying. And the big day comes, we get all of our luggage, we get everybody onto the airplane. We had seven people traveling with us, so we had to coordinate airplane, getting people to the airport for seven different people. One of those people was my kid, like, we're trying to get everybody through fucking security and everything works out. And finally, I'm sitting on an airplane. 
Finally, I've gone through all this bullshit. Everybody telling me how you know normal it was, how easy it was, how everything was going to be fine. And finally, I am sitting on an airplane on a runway. And in my head, I'm thinking, am I okay with this? They're going through the whole pre-flight thing. They're showing us like how the, the seat cushion will become a flotation device, how the uh, life vests work and all that shit. They're showing us how the air, how the masks work when they fall down from the ceiling. And I'm like, holy shit, this is real. I'm really about to start flying. Suddenly we're done with all the checks and the plane starts moving, starts lurching forward. And then we're going down the runway, we're taxiing down the runway. And then suddenly the plane starts moving fast and it starts moving faster and it starts pushing and it's like I can feel the force I can feel the plane moving hauling ass down the runway and then like that we are in the air and there was no major reveal there was no major like oh my god I'm flying there was nothing none of that it was just normal it just seemed like what the fuck had I been missing out on for so many years but after we'd gone through all the flights that we had to go through, we flew from Atlanta to Charlotte, we flew from Charlotte to Puerto Rico, and then we hung out for a week. And then we flew from Puerto Rico back to Charlotte, and we waited in Charlotte. And on my third flight, my third or my fourth flight, my final flight for this trip, I'm sitting there and we get on the plane. And I've always heard people talk about how they bitch about the planes will delay and you have to wait and lost baggage and all that shit. And I was worried about all these things. And I'm sitting there on our last flight. I've gone through three takeoffs at this point. I've gone through three landings at this point. We had turbulence coming back from Puerto Rico where I legitimately thought the plane was going to drop out of the sky. And then just like that, it was over. I've gone through all this stuff and this is the last flight. And I remember how short the flight was from Atlanta to Charlotte. So I'm thinking, this is not going to be any big deal whatsoever. We're going to fly our ass back into Atlanta. And tonight, I'm going to sleep in my own bed. But the problem was our pilots were overbooked for the fucking flight. So we sat there, waiting and waiting and waiting. And all the people on the plane are starting to get really kind of upset and kind of like mad about the whole thing. We were supposed to leave at like 8.40 and it gets to be 9 o'clock and somebody comes over the speaker and is like, we're sorry, our pilots are actually running a little bit late, so we're going to be a little bit delayed. Uh, they're going to have to do their checks and we'll try to get underway as soon as possible. And they keep doing the completely ambiguous as soon as possible or very soon, that sort of thing. And then suddenly we hear the pilot come over. Uh, guys, we've finally made it onto the plane. We're going to be doing our checks now. And they start telling us the same sort of thing. It's going to be a little while. And I see this guy next to me who has just had enough. Now, for me, I'm sitting here reading in my seat. I'm trying to be calm. I'm trying to be peaceful. I'm trying to be like, you know what? Fuck it. I've got a book. I'm just going to sit here and chill. I'm fine. I don't care that we're having to wait. Tonight, I get to sleep in my own bed. But this guy across the way has had a fucking enough. And this guy stands up and goes, hey, if we're going to be stuck on this fucking plane this long, why don't you guys go ahead and serve us some drinks? Okay, I know the rules and I know these pilots are not going to be able to take off for a complete hour after they get on this plane. So why don't you go ahead and get us some drinks? And I'm thinking, holy shit, this guy has just snapped. And I watched the flight attendant walk down. This little 40-something-year-old woman walks all the way down the aisle, looks over at him. And with this complete look of, I just don't give two fucks what you're saying, look on her face. She goes, sir, if you'd like, you can gather your belongings and I can escort you off the plane. We'll get going as soon as we can. And I understand how upset you are, but there's nothing we can do. And the dude keeps going off. I, why don't we get some drinks? Why don't we get some stuff? Sir, either calm down or get off the plane. And I realized right then exactly how many flights this lady's gone through. 
and all the stress that I had built up about flying for the very first time, I watched somebody who legitimately had an angry customer at her job in her face and knowing that she has to fly and deal with that kind of bullshit every day. And I realized at that exact moment, I was like, you know what, it's fine if we don't get going for a little while. I'd rather just keep the pilots going smooth. I'd rather keep the flight attendants happy because these people have our fucking lives in their hand and we gotta make sure that we all get there in one piece. And luckily, because I'm telling you guys this story, we all got there in one piece. And I'm proud to say that at this point, I've flown four times and I'm not a fucking afraid of it. Kinda. Hey guys, welcome back to another week and now that I'm older. A show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at anowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. And you can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Family. It's a family of podcasters who come together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass podcasts, and basically just create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter and Family, you're going to find our show as well as the Wrong Think Podcast, the Mental Damn Podcast, and the That's a Shame Podcast. And this week on episode 121, Wonder Winers, we're going to talk about people who are absolutely incensed at the fact that Wonder Woman got an early premiere. We're also going to talk about bullies a little bit later on. So check it out. We'll be right back. Does either one of you have anything even remotely interesting to tell me? Wonder Woman! Is that the Linda Carter version or the. Wonder Woman! I think they used the same. <laughs> no, they <laughs> didn't. It's not the same music at all. I think so. You'd have to ask a woman who could see it on Thursday <laughs> before poor white men who are now losing their fucking minds. Um, I read something when I was on uh, an airplane the other day coming back. It, I was sitting there reading an article where some dude had written. Um, like a, a letter to the the mayor of Austin, an email. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and dude was losing his mind. Like, what have women ever created? You know, fucking women are second class athletes. They can't even compete in combat. Dude, uh, guys, I want to point out again that we are talking about these people are triggered by the fact that Wonder Woman had a special premiere at some theaters. Not all theaters, just some theaters had a special premiere that had women only showings on Thursday rather than Friday. As a, as a white male, I do believe that I should be able to do everything though before women do it. I think I think it's I think the fact that people lost their mind over this is fucking ridiculous. Well, that what I just said is the exact whole premise behind this is that a woman can't dare do something before me, and I'm like, dude, shut your fucking mouth. There's I mean, there are people cry, crying discrimination and blah blah. blah. Like it's not discrimination. It's a PR stunt, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, Wonder Woman, from the creator's own mouth, was a character designed, developed, and created to uplift women in society. Originally, it was, there's plenty of dudes. Let's make a woman who's a superhero. Everybody <laughs> around them was like, oh, maybe that could work. I don't know. And they've canceled the book Wonder Woman enough times. And brought it back to where now, like, we're in this moment where things are changing. Like, we were talking about it a little bit before. Things are changing around. Like, they're working on equal pay and shit like that. Things are changing when it comes to this whole issue. But when, or excuse me, men just being incensed at the fact that a woman could have the option of doing something before them at, like, 
not not being a little bit mad about it. Like people are losing their goddamn minds about this. Like people are acting like they're losing the right to vote and shit. <laughs> I read something the other day. It was it's like somebody, a four page like diatribe. I saw somebody post something along those lines. Of like these people are not reacting to losing the right to vote or being chosen as a second class entry level person to college or being denied jobs because of their gender. They are mad that they can't see Wonder Woman a day early. Now I love superhero movies. I love superhero television shows, but I really don't give a fuck. In fact, I'll wait for it to come to Netflix. <laughs> Everybody else can be talking about it, and I will v- avoid reviews just so I can wait till it comes to yeah. Netflix and, and binge it in my living room. And I watched a movie recently that everyone said you have to see in the theaters, and I watched it at home, and I am so glad I watched it at home because I was frankly underwhelmed. What movie? Logan. Oh, really? I haven't seen Logan yet. It's I not bad. It's just it didn't live up to what I, – I didn't think it lived up to the hype. I heard people saying best superhero movie since The Dark Knight. I thought Deadpool was better. I think Deadpool was perfect for what Deadpool was. <laughs> yeah, like Deadpool finally took the adult comic genre. Like what you really wish they would have done with Spawn when they made a Spawn movie where John Leguizamo was in it and shit. You really wanted them to take that movie there, but they just didn't because they were like, we got to sell action figures. I don't know. Was, I don't know. Logan was just, it, Hugh Jackman was good in it. It just, uh when I think of Hugh Jackman, the first thing that always comes to mind is Dr. Cox from Scrubs and his unnatural hatred for Hugh Jackman, very similar to the way I hate Nicolas Cage. <laughs> he just fucking hated Hugh Jackman for some unreasonable reason. I don't remember reason. that part. No, he hated Hugh Jackman. I don't like, remember He that. fucking hated him. Yeah, I don't um, remember that from the show. But I, I, like I said, I read this huge diatribe about how you know, it's it's unreasonable to think that, you know, there should be any sort of separation. Like now we're having all the everybody's being broken up into groups. And it's the same way it always works out. There's always an idea. And the idea originally was people who are into comic books and into Dungeons and Dragons and Star Wars and Star Trek. And every one of those people were just fucking nerds. <laughs> and now all the fucking nerds have started breaking down into their own groups. Now It's, you got, not, it's not just that. It's also that being nerdy has kind of become mainstream. I think a lot of the fucking hardcore nerds are feeling a little bit put out that they're not special anymore, even though they'll never verbalize it that way. Kind of like when goth kids had like that huge movement of like, you're not really goth. (laughs) You're not real nerd. Well, give me your wallet then. Cause I swear (laughs) to God, I'm about to start hitting motherfuckers in the face. And I swear to God, you're not going to like it. And I swear to God, Dungeons and Dragons is not going to help. Okay. Um, So (laughs) just let, let people know that if you keep testing me, what if they roll a plus 20? There's not me rolling anything dice. The only thing we roll is your jaw after I hit it. <laughs> so if they have a sword that's made of mithril. <laughs> that sword and role play, they ain't going to do shit if I beat you to death with your number two pencil. <laughs> and yeah, I can beat you to death with a number two pencil. <laughs> beat your ass with I'll a $5 stab you, bill. Stab you in the kidneys with a number two pencil. You don't want that. People don't know. I, mean, guys, I guess our listeners might know. They know some of our history growing up. But I'll beat the shit out of us for these guys, first of all. So I've been arguing with people on Facebook about this. So you've literally gone out and sought people in the world to create arguments with. On Is this how you get your kicks now? Like, you really got to get a girlfriend, like a real live <laughs> girlfriend. Who I take up too much of my time. You. I can't argue with people on Facebook anymore. So in your life, you sit around on your computer going to Facebook to find people to argue with. No, this time it wasn't like that. Sometimes I do pick fights, but more I would just make a normal comment on somebody else talking about this. Cause like somebody posted something about it, how they can't believe people have an issue with this, but ladies nights perfectly fine and all these other things that, you know, 
men still benefit from. Nobody has a problem with it. Right. So I just made a post that said, um, along the lines of, if you're a secure white male, you shouldn't really have a problem with them giving Wonder Woman a limited premiere in some theaters one day in advance of the main opening. It really shouldn't bother you because we have a tremendous advantage in our life. Or at a, to say advantage. Yeah, yeah, advantage. So we have a tremendous advantage already in life every day. So letting somebody have a premiere shouldn't really bother so somebody that's secure in their manhood. You're saying you have white privilege. Absolutely. Oh, see, that's there, there's no such thing as white privilege. I have white and male privilege. It's double. There's no such thing. It's I, all. It's equal for everyone nope. out there. I can prove that's not true because if you could pick your race and gender and you were a white male, you'd be re-upping on that shit every year. So... <laughs> if it was a membership... <laughs> right. I mean, you're not going to... You're going to pay that oh, before... shit. You... Shit, my white guy payment's overdue. <laughs> right, you're going to pay that before you pay the internet bill. I mean... <laughs> before you pay your cell phone bill, you'd pay your white guy membership. Could you imagine if your race was like a, a membership you had to you had to choose? No, I, that's stupid. I mean, that's another... That goes into the whole second part of my argument that... People actually are like proud of something they have nothing to do with. They, it's not like they picked, like they won a contest in the previous life, in the pre-life. Like you, you were a good draft pick, so you got picked by the white team. <laughs> there's no lottery, there's no draft. You don't know. Dude, I'm pretty sure. You don't, you don't know what happens before we get here, okay? You sound like a Confederate <laughs> apologist right now. You don't know. Racial dude, segregation could have been the best thing for them black folks. Dude, it's it's heritage, not hate. People okay? down here actually think that, by the way, listeners. Oh, yeah. That, that statement I just, just made, like, heritage, not hate, that is something that literally gets thrown around when you throw the argument And around. the statement I said that some people think that slavery was good for black people. Yeah. Yeah. It helped them out. It, 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 and it was biblical. Yeah. These are things we deal with here in the South. Things well, that, look at the South. So we're not going to get <coughs> we're not going to get off on racism or the battle flag so, or any of that shit. So I go on Facebook, and these nerds are losing their fucking shit um, on this post because they're all mad that they're they're saying I'm kissing up. First of all, this woman is engaged <laughs> to somebody. So if I was going to kiss up to a chick, it probably wouldn't be somebody who has like an engagement ring on or. How did you know she others? was engaged? Facebook. Have you ever used Facebook? There's a status and it says right there, engage. And you've got the dude's link. So you went and checked Probably friends her with him too. You went to check her relationship status. No, dude, it's right there. It's, it's like underneath your name. Unless you hide that shit. Yours is on there too. With a link to Nikki right there. <laughs> so usually sometimes, because you're always on my goddamn thing for messaging me. If I want to get to Nikki, I click on you and click on her. <laughs> I mean, that's just how easy it is. So, so I'm like, yeah, I'm totally kissing up to this chick that's about to get married to some other dude. That makes sense. That's not just that I have an opinion that I'm secure. And I went on to say that to me, there's got to be one of a few things going on. If you do have a problem with it, either you're unsuccessful. If you're unsuccessful, it's like a double dose of humility to have to accept you're unsuccessful on top of having all that advantage. So I can see that being a psychological block to why this is not acceptable. The other one could be you have a small dick. <laughs> so if you have a small dick, you resent women because they're going to laugh at you a lot. That just makes sense. They're all going to laugh at you. Goddamn bitches. They're all lesbians. We'll see a stupid Wonder Woman movie anyway with their stupid premiere. That's the small dick guy. If he talks like that, that's the small dick guy. And he drives in in a truck that's taller than him. Yeah, same, same <laughs> dude. Same dude. 
And the other one is that you're just that much of a nerd that you feel like some of your territory has been chipped away. The whole thing is just baffling. The the third one is probably the most innocent. It's the most innocent, but it's also the most stupid. (laughs) It's also the most stupid. (laughs) Because if you're... you're, Because there's no nerd culture. You got left out of the other cultures. That's how you got to be a nerd originally. I know. I was there. That's how I got to be a poor kid. There was no other culture for me to be in. (laughs) There was a crossover back when we were kids. That's how we got to know the nerds. Because Shane and me weren't really nerds. We'd like... Read a couple comic books. Yeah, I'd look at a comic book and but like, that's, that's, I like Star Wars. That's because we stole them from one of the nerd kids or they let us have their leftovers because we have no money for no goddamn comic books. That could be a pork rib sandwich at QT. <laughs> I was buying two liters. There was no right. money for comic books. We lived on pork rib sandwiches and potato chips, people. <laughs> so I would buy two pork ribs for the day. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> I would They're get, 99 cents and that was our meal. I would get two pork ribs. And two two liters, and that would be lunch and dinner. It's fucked up, but sometimes I still crave a pork rib. <laughs> I would never eat. Oh that no, I processed. get one. It's good. I'd it's never so eat good. It's like it's, it's horrible, but so good. And you're like, oh, it's such a guilty pleasure. But the whole every now you get a little piece of bone in it. <laughs> it's just great. You know, it's like horse bone. Possum <laughs> bone, bro. I care. It tastes good. <laughs> and he's eating pigeon bone. <laughs> Welcome to the south. <laughs> um. But the whole nerd culture idea, the whole idea that you can be this pissed off at something stupid, like a promotional <laughs> stunt. I mean, it's ladies night it, all over again, but it's just one movie. Okay? Except, except it doesn't increase their chances of getting pussy, so they don't benefit from it. I, they could go see that's, another movie. That's the whole invent of ladies night, by the way. Hey, girls, come get drunk cheap. Guys are going to be like, yes. I don't know if you notice this or not, but Guardians of the Galaxy is in the fucking theaters right now. They could go to the, the movies <laughs> the same night. And when the women are leaving the one Woman premiere, Did most try to of the, the theaters woman. that have the women's premiere also have general minutes in the same theater, just in a different theater number in the same building. So these women can go see it by themselves and that, and, and yeah. dudes can go see it at the same time, yeah. but not together. That's not right. That's segregation. Yeah, well, it's called a PR stunt. And you know what? It's a brilliant PR stunt because the internet lost its mind and everybody talked about it for a week. I honestly, I think it it's not right because it's, it's segregation why, aspect. Probably why Wonder Woman What's next? broke the Thursday premiere record. So obviously <laughs> these nerds rage has no value. What's next? Men have to drink from a different water fountain? All right, so I don't know if you can tell or not, but me and Kenny think it's pretty funny that some people out there got triggered at the fact that women got to see Wonder Woman one day early. And if you're one of those people who got this triggered by it, please get in touch with us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Gmail, wherever you want to get in touch with us. NTIO pod, find us, send us a line, let us know why were you so pissed off at the fact that women got to see this a day early. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break. When we get back, we're going to finish up talking about Wonder Woman. And then later on, we're going to talk about bullies. And one time Kenny was a bully. And one time I got beat up by a bully. So check it out. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Travesty. I'm Awkward Colin. And I'm Geekcast Joe. And we're from The this Freaking, Freaking Show. Show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. Our show, we talk about topics such as sports, technology, the random bullshit that no one really cares about, and of course, friendship. 
I thought you said things people didn't care about. Oh, yeah, I guess friendship falls into that. Anyway, you can find us at thisfreakinshow.com or on iTunes by searching This Freakin' Show. Man, my balls itch. It's all about money, boys! Now That I'm Older has kicked off our very own Patreon over at patreon.com slash now that I'm older. And I was able to get a couple of thoughts from Kenny about our brand new Patreon. The fuck is a Patreon? As you can tell, he's very excited and so am I. Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older. It's going to allow you to pick from different goals that we've set up, things that we want to do to accomplish a better podcast for you guys, to bring you guys a better podcast every single week and to get you guys a better now that I'm older. We've got some things that we're going to need to do and we're going to need your help with them. But if you give us help, we're going to give you something right back. Things like shout outs from Kenny, stickers, t-shirts, exclusive content, all sorts of stuff. So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older and I'm, we're going to close out now with a few more words from Kenny about what he thinks about Patreon. I thought you were talking about a role-playing character. You thought Patreon was a role-playing character. It sounds like one of the bad guys they would throw at us. There's your commercial. Thanks. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. In the future, roving bands of comic book podcasts will savage the wasteland, once known as the internet. One podcast, the Grolux Podcast, may not be the biggest, may not be the funniest, may not be the most well-spoken. Wait, what was my point again? Oh yes, the Grolux Podcast. Listen to it at GrolixPodcast.com. That's G-R-A-W-L-I-X Podcast.com. Eric, did you just take a crap on my desk? What's up? What's up? Crapped on your desk, Doug. What's up with that? White men drinking from a different water fountain. Who drinks from water fountains anymore? There's water. There's water vending machines everywhere. Everybody's like got filtered water like, and shit. I'm not touching that germ fucking factory. <laughs> what color you are, you're nasty. I don't, <laughs> that's what I don't get about racism. It's like... It, 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 everybody's like, dirty. Like, I'm looking, I'm looking at another white person. I'm like, I don't want to look at my shit either. What the fuck is wrong with you people? I would never want to have Bacteria has different color? What the fuck's wrong with you idiots? I've, I've had to use a water fountain like maybe three times in the past 10 years. And every time I'm just like, oh, oh, it's so gross. <laughs> oh, God. It's there's everybody's hands are all over it. And your hands are where all the germs are. I'm not are. going to a water fountain. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, there's a Dasani machine somewhere around here. <laughs> Damn. You're the problem with the plastic bottles. You're the whole fucking issue with the plastic. They bottles. can recycle those plastic bottles. <sighs> So it's not yeah, my that, fault that people don't fucking responsibly dispose of them. Brilliant marketing scheme on the part so of one. We all know Woman. I drink cans of Coke. We, we all know I'm not looking for a sliding <laughs> water machine. <laughs> Can you build his own car out of the aluminum from the cans? I'll just put it that way. Coca-Cola should give me stock for all the Coke I buy. I'm like fucking Scarface, but with actual Coca-Cola cans. Hey, you want to be my little friend? <laughs> Got a big pile of fucking cokes there drinking. It's all willy nilly. Yes, so, yeah, anyway, the nerds are all rage. You know, either have a small dick, they're unsuccessful, oh or they're just that deep into this culture they made up in their own fucking heads. We need to go back. Like, we need to go back because I'm sitting here imagining like us recording an episode, and now that I'm older, with you drinking all these cokes in front of you, and just like live on YouTube, your heart explodes right there. And it comes out and it attacks the nerds for their weak ass culture. <laughs> 
It jumps out and starts talking one, shit on If everybody. a one day early premiere for women threatens your whole culture, it's a weak fucking culture. It's because it's segregation. And give me your goddamn wallets now. <laughs> give me your goddamn if lunch money, you if you're seriously, If you're seriously weak enough to be that pissed off about the fact that women get to see a movie one day before you do, even though you could see it in another theater at the exact same time, they can just see this, it in a different theater. This is just proof. It's just like when they got rid of wolves. <laughs> nature. What? <laughs> we got rid of wolves in nature. We killed off all the wolves. The wolves in this case are the bullies. We've killed off the bully, and now the nerds are running wild, and they're overpopulating, and they're a problem. We need to bring back bullying to a fashionable level. <laughs> not like over the top bullying where you make kids commit suicide. That's not right. The problem with bullying but pushing these a days, weak kid into a puddle. There's nothing really wrong with that. You strengthen. No, there's no, you're, you're strengthening character with shit like that. But the the fact that bullying these days, you can start a Facebook page that says so and so should kill themselves. There should just be a rule that if you bully somebody, you have to expect it's coming back. Like because I kid, I, that's I never had a problem with bullies because when they hit me, I hit them back. So a kid named Casal used to always fuck with everybody. He'd push you while you're peeing at the urinal. Goddamn <laughs> think asshole. Think you pee on your shirt. <laughs> it got me one day, and I was so fucking mad, dude. I was so mad. So, so the next day I came in, and I hit him in the face with one of the urinal cakes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Casal and me were friends for that. That was like seventh grade. So you had to reach in and grab like a, a urinal cake that had been pissed My on. mom worked in dentistry from the time I was a child. That's why I work in dentistry. So I, had, I brought gloves. <laughs> <laughs> and I had latex gloves. And I so grabbed Kenny's the like cake. a CSI in there with a latex glove on. Oh, dude, I popped it like in a movie where you have your hand pointing straight up like you're a surgeon. I was like, pow. And I came out of the urinal. I did that in a fucking stall. I put the gloves on, and I came out while he was in the middle of being. <laughs> and you he felt like a superhero in seventh grade with these gloves on. <laughs> oh, dude, middle school, Floyd Middle School in, in Mableton, Georgia, was no joke. So <laughs> I could have just pushed him, but that would have been just lame. You have to fucking ask. Now you had the gloves on. You had to do something. <laughs> well, that's why I brought the gloves. I decided ahead of time that I must escalate. So... <laughs> He used to call everybody Big Head of Mohicans. It was weird because he was like from like the country, some of the countries in between uh, India and like Sri Lanka. So he was like either Thai or Laotian. Let's be honest. We have no idea what Kasal was. I never asked him. So his last name was Fuck It, but with a P. <laughs> so he made a great Thailand. last name to make it to high school in. But he called everybody, whenever you did something stunning, he called you a big-headed Mohican. And it was like his thing to call people big-headed Mohicans. And nobody sure really where the etymology of that was from. Like, Mohicans weren't known for having big heads or nothing. So Was he a large kid? Like, was he big or anything like he that? He was big for an Asian, but not for, like, the average kid in the South. For an Asian. So I'm not being racist. Asians are petite. They are, dude. Especially in middle school. You think of the kid from Goonies. He wasn't that. Or if you think about the dudes from uh, the Three Storms from Big Trouble in Little China, those dudes were the exception. Okay, Earth <laughs> he was also the wasn't like Bolo, so <laughs> he was just like an average sized kid, which was, you know, not average for the Asians. So as the as the asshole Asian kid in Floyd Middle, and he school, had a very slight accident, so it was like Behem Mohican. <laughs> so he was just walking around like people be how many people did he get with oh me? he got everybody eventually and like some people just do it back to him but I'm telling you I had to like 
If you want people not to fuck with you, you have to be as the known as the line stepper. If you fuck with me, I'll step up the line. Kenny feels like the kid who's going to climb up a watchtower in sixth and sixth or seventh no, grade. No, that's serious. I no, I'm saying like if, if some kid would have like really got you, like really good, like pants you. I mean, I might have to snipe him. I don't know. That's what I'm saying, dude. Well, you'd be like, well, he pants me in front of the school. That means I'm going to have to get a tank and drive through his house. I mean, I did push a kid down some stairs. <laughs> Let's go back to a Casal bucket though. <laughs> well, that was the whole thing. We were friends after I hit him in the face with the urinal cake. I want to. I want to go back though to the day that you you hatched this plan and you came to school. Oh, it was the very next motherfucking day. You <laughs> made me pee on my shirt. It was one. It was one of those change colors with the temperature shirts, dude. Oh yes. <laughs> I think Where he, it's blue. He I, peed on himself. <laughs> I think that's why he picked me that day. Fucking thermal shirts. Everybody had the thermal shirt, especially if you sweated. It would be. <laughs> gross. It's like, why are we advertising this? This is stupid. Oh, my body temperature changed. Look at that. So that was it. But then there was this kid, I can't remember his last name, but his name was Seth. And uh, it was in the gym. And the gym and the band room were in a separate building. And the band room was like at the back of the gym and <laughs> upstairs. And below the gym, below the band room was where the lockers were. So there was a double floor set of stairs on either side and like a hallway. Any set of stairs like that in high school or middle school was where all the shenanigans took place. <laughs> this wasn't even intentional, dude. <laughs> this was just stupid on the other kid's part. I mean, this kid never really had beef or anything. He was like one of those kids you know in school. He exists, but you yeah, don't know but, him. And you've never really dealt with him or anything. Right. Just some other random white kid. So, but as usual, I hung out with black kids. And I guess he didn't like black kids or whatever. So one day we're leaving band, he starts talking shit. And I was trying just to ignore him, dude. I was not in the mood. I was just like, <laughs> leave me alone. I think I had just lost a ten dollar bet because I was like, that year was the year Georgia Tech won the title, and oh. I bet ten dollars on Georgia out of loyalty, and it was stupid because Georgia sucked. That <laughs> they were year. terrible that year. And Georgia Tech was a national championship team, <laughs> so I was all in a bad mood, dude. Ten dollars back then is like a thousand dollars now because <laughs> that's middle school money. It's not even about the currency of uh, inflation. It's like you don't have a job in middle school. Ten dollars lasts you like a month and a half. I can buy a comic book. I can <laughs> buy a coke. I can, I can buy, buy my a- own motherfucking coke. I don't have to ask nobody for this motherfucking coke. <laughs> I don't even have to share this with my little brother. This is my fucking coke. Exactly. No, you can't have none, Daniel. I'm gonna walk to Arby's. I'm gonna get me an Arby's sandwich on my motherfucking own. But I anyway, might, yes, I, I lost it. Cheese sauce. So I had to literally go cut grass and shit to pay this debt off, and I'm all in a bad mood. <laughs> You've become indebted in middle school. No, dude, I paid it off. I had like ten dollars ready because I don't make a bet if I can't cover it. But I was lost my ten dollars and I was mad. So we're leaving band. And we had a band director who was like way over the top into it. His name was Mr. McCook. Like he would show up with bagpipes at Christmas in the lunchroom and the regular kids would be like, what the fuck? And those band kids would be like, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know that guy. Being in band was an automatic ticket to being lame. There was no way you could avoid it. So yeah. you were already lame. You, you tried to play drums to make it better, but it wasn't. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> I tried to play drums to make it feel a little and bit you better. you felt better in band. And as soon as you left that room, people were still looking at you and shaking their head like, nah, nigga. <laughs> I, I was the coolest band geek there was, but I was still yeah. a band geek. So anyway, we're leaving band. And this kid, all of a sudden, you and blah, 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 blah. Maybe I was acting out in class and. Somebody was serious about glass. Maybe that was it. Because I was always ramping up Mr. McCook. He'd break clipboards and shit getting mad. He was like the, <laughs> the overly like into his job band director. Like he thought he was trying to like go from here to the like London Symphony. Phil Harmonic. Yeah, he shit. thought this was like a career step. So kids like me who fuck with people, <laughs> he didn't really go for too much. Um, 
So I left, and this kid starts running his mouth. He's like, I bet you won't hit me. I bet you won't hit me. Doing that kind of shit. And I look down, I mean, like, his back heel is practically off the first step. <laughs> so instead of being like, why don't you step over here so we can have a conversation, Absolutely. Sir. Instead of doing that, I just took my right hand, flatly put it on his chest, and pushed. <laughs> <laughs> and he went flying backwards, landed on a bunch of girls, looked like a jacket. <laughs> and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> oh, man, dude, this guy's got you on a list. Probably, but he was a little squanky little dude back then, too. So dude, he's got a now. rifle that'll shoot 300 meters right now. And he's fucking, he's up to 280. He's probably going to hurt his shoulder and miss. He's a fucking no, one. He's probably a couple miles outside notice your house I, right now. Notice I have a lot of plants in my window. <laughs> he's a couple miles outside. I'm going to be sitting here podcasting with you and see a red dot on the side dude, of your dude, head. Dude, he like, started it. You can't play the fucking innocent little victim. When you, it wasn't like he was a nerd. He was one of the cooler kids, which is probably why I didn't hang out with him. He was one of those kids that had the new Nikes every time something cool came out. And back then, the cool thing were those Nikes that were either like real red, everything was red, or everything, or there were blue ones. Like they had all the primary colors. Right. Remember which ones I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. He was one of those kids that had those all the time. So, Anytime you could ever take one a popular kid who was like in a in one of those classes above you, no matter what your class was. Yeah, once they open that door to make it physical, you're always like <laughs> the Walker brothers were really good at that. I, I'm not afraid to kill you <laughs> if I have to. Bobby Butch and Brian Walker. They love beating up popular kids when they and they were like Christian kids too, so they'd always like wait till they started him. But if you started with them and you wouldn't expect it, because like Bobby was quiet. All those kids were really, really quiet. But, I mean, they would get into it with him and fucking... You get into a Bobby, and next thing you know, your kidney's hurting, and you didn't even see him throw a kidney punch. And you're like, what? these guys know like MMA moves. Um, my my only really awesome bully story is um, I got bullied one time by this kid. Uh, we went on to a field trip, and this kid, on the very beginning of the bus trip, just assumed that I had said something as he was walking by. Um, and, like, apparently someone had called him a name. Uh, the kid's name was Andre, and he was uh, he was mixed. He was white and black, and um, he he was really really angry about the fact that um, he was mixed. And he was, <laughs> so he, he was always a, looking for things to be. He made about. a huge deal out of it every time anybody said anything about anything anything to do with him not being a hundred percent a black kid. <laughs> he was very very militantly angry. So apparently somebody had called him a name or something like that. I don't even know what I was assumed to have called him, but somebody called him something as he was walking by and he assumed it was me. So the whole bus trip, the whole way through the thing, he's like ramping himself up. Like I'm gonna whoop your ass when you get off this bus, dude, I'm gonna fuck you up and shit like that. So when I get off the bus, I was like, dude, I don't know what you thought I said. And as I'm like looking at him doing what I have done my entire life, being like, dude, let's just talk about this. Like normal people. He pushes me up against the bus. Shane takes very different reality. Cause see me, I would have come off the bus with a weapon. Well, swinging for, I don't believe in take the first shot. Nah, once you show shines of aggression, it's legal for me to hit you. And I will hit you. I will hit you. Dead squad, your throat. So as, as the diplomat, I'm trying to talk my way out of it. And he catches me like with three right across the eye. And the teacher like swoops in and stops everything. And like later on, we talked about it. And he was like, yeah, I thought you'd called me. What? I don't even remember what the fuck I was supposed to have called him. And I was like, dude, I, I've never spoken to you <laughs> this entire year. What would make you think? And he was like, oh, sorry about that. And I'm like, you motherfucker, dude. I now have to be the kid who got his ass whooped in eighth grade for the rest of the year because you made a mistake, asshole. I had a kid with a desk. 
I'm telling a story about how I tried to be a diplomat. You're like, I hit a kid with a desk. And it was one of those desks where the chairs all fused together. It's all one big piece. <laughs> I got in a lot of trouble for that. When I beat the shit out of a kid with that desk, his name was David. No, oh, we've talked about David before. <laughs> yeah, like, where I threw a chili dog at him, and you yeah. fucking beat him. I beat up him up at Waffle House too. Yeah, I was I, I was at Dairy Queen. One of the Walker boys was with me at that Waffle House, but the other guy with me was the stalk was the was the Cobb County stripper. So <laughs> <laughs> the Cobb County Flasher. So that wasn't very. Useful. Our friend, the Cobb County Flasher, that still just blows my mind. Like, uh, what's his? What was he? The band? Uh, he was the uh, Marshall. Grand, whatever you call the fucker who does the fucking hand shit. <laughs> he was the, he does the, he's the guy who does the hand shit. And how, how close to reality that statement is. Um, he, did, he did hand stuff in band, but like where he was directing and shit like that. You no, know, I can't remember. Uh, the drum major, that's what he was yeah, called. Yeah, he was a drum major. He was the drum major He was of also the a pedophile. So. And yeah, he would drive around and like eight-year-old girls would be sitting around the park and he'd be like, what's up, girls? And whip it out and shit in front of them. And I'm like, this dude was Multiple like, times. This <laughs> <laughs> he has an extensive record from doing this. This is a guy who was like the head of the, um, like the young Christians of America and shit like that. Yeah, like he weird. was, he was one of those dudes that just one day snapped. And then he became a substitute teacher and everybody was kind of like, wait, you're way too into being a substitute. <laughs> yeah. You're really, it's, really friendly with all uh, these chicks who are still in high school. You really don't want to let go of high school. What's going on? And then it all came together when I read a news article. <laughs> And Kenny called me, and the phone was, like, on fire. He called me so fast. <laughs> I got to talk to you right now. <laughs> Dude, I was, like, at work. He was, like, no, no, no. You got to walk somewhere where we can talk right now. I need to tell you about this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good about all the shit I did to him now. I feel good about the fact that I made it out of high school into life and became, like, a successful member of society as opposed to <laughs> some people who died due to drugs, some people who decided to become flashers. Um, yeah, I feel pretty good about my station. Yeah, I used to suplex that kid. <laughs> Pretty good about that. Next week, Wonder Woman, Batman, and Robin need to use their heads, along with their super skills, to combat the mind-controlling brain machine. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. So we're going to end this conversation right there. I don't know what about. There's your podcast. There's totally a podcast. You're on the podcast right now. Get out of my fucking chair! Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it.